episode of cross culture y'all we are actually on holiday break right now so as i'm talking to y'all i am in holiday mode i am not in podcast mode you know i be on the internet but i haven't talked about a lot of things on the internet but one thing i must talk about i had to talk about i had to come here and announce is that my girl the queen of rap Nicki minaj has finally dropped pink friday to a round of applause for the queen Yes, ma'am. Nicki Minaj decided to drop Pink Friday 2 on December 8th, her birthday, a true Sagittarius. And as I get into this conversation about Pink Friday 2, I just got to start at the rollout. Let's talk about this rollout. Like Now, there was a lot of things that was going on with Pink Friday 2 even coming out. A lot of y'all may not know this, but as y'all know, I am an OG bomb, so I keep up with all the Nicki Minaj team. What was going on when she was originally supposed to release in October, like October 21st or something. That was when she was originally supposed to release. But as we know, Lil Wayne dropped, Drake dropped, everybody else dropped. And Nikki just decided to push her album back to have her own little runway, her own little lane, which I agree with. I feel like in Nikki's career, all of her rollouts have been really like, just kind of like there. They've been like very like, uh, uh, uh. She hasn't had her own moment. I think, honestly, she hasn't had her own moment, ironically, since Pink Friday. The original Pink Friday is when I last remember a really big Nikki rollout. I feel like with Queen, it was a rollout, but it was like, it was so much vengeance attached to it. But we gonna get there, girlies. We are going to get there. So let's get into this rollout. So everybody, we was invited to Gag City to get into this Pink Friday 2 album. Um, It really just felt like Gag City came out of nowhere. And, you know, for a second, I'm not going to lie, I was confused. I didn't get it. Because one thing that keeps jumping in and out is this whole metaverse bullshit. Like, sometimes everybody's at the metaverse. Sometimes it's like, ah, that was a failed concept. So evidently... Um, Gag City is a city in the metaverse, so if you got them binoculars or whatever they got, you can go there. And part of what Nikki was doing was she was partnering with different brands, different podcasts. Um, it would be like different people say, you know, Pepsi is at the Gag City. 
um, this network, BET, is at Gag City. So that's how she was doing promotion, which I felt like, okay, Nikki, tell me something. One thing I really admire about Nicki Minaj that y'all might not know about Nicki Minaj is that she really is a businesswoman. Like, you really have to look at how Nicki has marketed what it means to be a raunchy female rapper and how she's made that appealing to these big brands. There would be all these little partnerships that Lotto got, Saweetie got, uh, Megan, Cardi, all of them. That cannot exist without the negotiations of Nicki Minaj. But anyway... I see her doing that right now in this AI space. She's already getting a jump start on that. So shout out to Nikki for rolling out Gag City through the metaverse. But I do find different, though, about this rollout is for the features that she did have, I just felt like Nikki didn't have a lot of artist-to-artist support. Um, Like, usually when artists come out with stuff... Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it in the last couple of months. But there was an era where it was like artists especially if they was featured on it would like repost the album and this that, and the other but then again like i said i have been in vacation mode i have not been on these internets for all i know everybody posted i know i did see jt do a little thing you know of course she was really hyping up everybody because that got uzi on it so she did her thing with that but let's continue to think about what this pink friday rollout look like if you are a barb honestly if you are anybody who knows Nicki minaj you understand what Pink Friday is. But if you, for some weird reason, do not know what Pink Friday is, and why this is Pink Friday too, it pays homage to her first ever album, first ever studio album, Pink Friday. Now, I just want to take us back to that era, to that time. Pink Friday was originally released in November on like a Black Friday, like the day after Thanksgiving. I cannot tell you the exact date because I did not prepare that well. But that was the hype. A lot of the hype around Pink Friday was like, you know, people thought it was going to be a diss album because um, at that time she was kind of going back and forth with Kim. And then, you know, obviously Pink replaced Black. And it was a lot of... That type of did it on them was was a single that was out. Monster was a single. So we really was like introduced to Nicki Minaj. I feel like this is when we learned all of her personalities. We met Harajuku. We met Roman. We met Candy. We met Onika. We met all of these different things of Nicki. And I felt like this was such an intro. This album really solidified her. It solidified her because like she was a new artist. She was a female artist. And she at that time was really breaking that female barrier of like, like, Men listen to Nicki Minaj. That is what Pink Friday did. So for her to come back with Pink Friday 2, I felt like that was intentional and necessary. Because, you know, I speak to it a lot. There was a Nicki hate train. And we have to take time to really talk about it. Because that story is part of what's going on with Nicki. Like, that story of... People really trying to count her out. That story of people trying to create these narratives about Nikki. This story of people saying that Nikki's success was in vain of her not having personal things like love or children. For Nikki to be in a place in her life where she does have those things and she put this incredible body of work out, we love that for her. So let's get into it. Pink Friday 2. I. So first thing first, Pink Friday 2 starts off automatically with the song, Are You Gone Already? Let's hear a little bit of that. 
So I feel like Are You Gone Already very much gives, to be honest, she named this Pink Friday too, but a lot of this gives um, the pink print to me. Because I would compare this to when she did All Things Go. You know, it has that same feel, that same soft piano, that same Nikki soft rapping, that same Nikki song, stress everything. It just is a great way to open up an album, too. It was just so raw, so vulnerable. Um, I love that for her. But then we get to Barbie Dangerous. Baby, are you are you serious? Are we serious? Get to it. Immediately. Immediately. Immediately your mind goes to the sample. Immediately you hear that beat drop. You think that you are in 1995. You start bobbing your shoulders. Dangerous. Hey. Hey, Nikki did that. Nikki did that. Like, that sample I know was expensive. Like, it just, Nikki's just doing what needed to be done. I, I just think that Nikki really came through with bars. I love when Nikki give us that fast rap. She gives us that little, if it wasn't, it wasn't things that you got for putting your bitches on. Like, damn, when she get into that Roman vibe, Nikki doing that. Then, fuck the club, but we gotta stop there. We do gotta stop right there. Fuck the club uh, definitely was when Nikki was talking her shit. Nikki was talking her shit to these hoes. And quite frankly, okay, and I'm really tired of people acting like Nikki cannot do that. Like, there is something wrong with her saying, I am that bitch. I am the prototype. You all have emulated me and adjusted me to you, but I am the root of you. There's, like, I think that, I'm telling y'all, so often we let Drake get away with it and we don't let Nicki get away with it, and I do think there's a gender bias. I do. I mean, we can say whatever about Nicki's attitude, but okay, and, like, I don't know, something's just, it's like, okay, but we talking about the music then. But before you people start saying I'm biased, let me talk about the diss, the insult, the shade. I'm going to play a little bit of it for my followers, for the people who, who ain't up to date. So, you know. Okay. Stay in your Tory lane, I'm not Iggy. Mm. Okay. So that was Free Mike and the Stallion. Let's just put it out there. Let's just say it right there openly. That was a shot at Megan Pete, stage name Megan the Stallion. It was for her. And this is what I really have to say about it. I, I, y'all know I love Megan, I support Megan, but I definitely do think there was a lot going on at that time with Megan, her behavior, the way she moved around a lot of t- different people. And I think that it's really unfortunate that she got shot. I really do hate that for her. And Tori is a piece of shit. His time was always going to come. But I do think there is a part of Megan that's like, but you're not a nice girl, though. 
And not just because of Nikki. It's just like Lilo keep be listening to other stuff and hearing other stories. And it's just different situations where I'm like, mm, something gives you know you fine, you know you sexy, so you kind of get away with like fucking people over because like, She's the type of person that she's always going to get attention. Like, whether it be genuine, whether it be whatever, she's never going to get ignored. She's always going to get something. So she has access. So it's like she does what she feels. And and that's how it comes across to me. I don't know the girl, but that's how it comes across to me. Um, So I do feel like, irregardless, is that a word? Nigerians check in. Irregardless of... um. Nikki's, or I'm sorry, Megan getting shot and that being an unfortunate situation. I do think there's like some shade, and I'm I'm very curious, honestly and truly, as a Barb, as a Nikki fan, as a Megan fan, I'm very curious to understand what really happened because the last I know, it was don't run from your friend, and now it's like y'all running away. So like, what happened? I'm really confused about that. Um, I do want to get into that. But let's continue with this track list. We have Beep Beep, really cool, Falling For You, love that. Um, the Lil Wayne feature, R&B, it was really nice. I actually like that they did the big three, but separately. I do like that. I do like that, like, Wayne was on the record, Drake was on the record, and it was that, like, R&B fit. And I like that she kind of only used them niggas for hooks. Like, both of y'all sing the chorus, nigga, what up? I mean, Wayne had a verse. Um, cause that's Wayne, so duh. But you know, she used their voices as instruments, which was cool. Let's actually get to the Drake feature Needle. Let's let's talk about Needle. I really was like, I don't know. I had mixed thoughts about it at first. First hearing it, I felt like this was going to be on Drake's album at first, cause Drake does this girl talking on the intro bullshit like this is such a drake song i feel like drake ben had this hook and i feel like he threw it to nikki like i don't think that this was originally uh what's it called like a like a song that they made for pink friday too anyway listen to the hook this shit kind of catchy though listen to this shit But anyway, I definitely like this vibe. Let me say that. I fuck with the song. Like, if it was just a song, I fuck with the song heavy. Like, the song made me feel like I'm in Jamaica again. I wish they dropped that shit earlier. I would have definitely been on a vibe all summer on this. I just feel a way as a Drake Nikki fan. I'm just kind of like, okay, friends, like... Is this what we're getting? Drake is not really going to rap. It's just going to be the hook. Like, it's going to be that. Um, I mean, he did have his little verse in the front. But again, the song did not feel like him and Nicki really did. Like, I almost feel like I remember the night they, they did this. So I can almost guarantee that this was originally for one of Drake's albums. And he just let Nicki have it. Um, good song, though. I love it. One of my favorite songs is Cowgirl. I just love Cowgirl. Like, I don't know. Something about it just feel like fun, sexy, sultry. Mmm. 
I'ma ride it like a cowgirl. Cow. Hey, something about that is just, it felt like, I don't know, I like when Nikki get into that vibe, that sexy, sultry, I'm a rat bitch. Like, it, it feels very Foxy Brown. Like, it feels like that's when she gets into her Brooklyn, that type of girl. I love that for her. Um, honestly, I could keep on going, but I will say this. If I'm going to talk about a song that I did not need on the album, I don't really think I needed Nicki Hendrix. I'm sorry. I don't know if I have an aversion to Future. I just don't really think I needed Nicki Hendrix whatsoever. I don't think I needed her. Like, she was not doing it for me. That's just that's just how I felt about Nicki Hendrix. She was not doing it for me at all. Now, already there does seem to be a standout track. Um, Everybody, featuring Lil Uzi, has been going viral. It's definitely doing what it's supposed to do on TikTok. And this is part of what I mean about Nicki being a genius. Like, that clearly was the TikTok house music dance vibe song that we're on. The shit is a bop. The shit is a certified. Like, immediately I heard that song, I was like, nah, she's going crazy. Like... What? What? Go crazy. And go. 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 Ooh, everybody. 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 Like, like, Nikki, for real. First of all, if you actually even listen to this shit, Nikki saying some thug ass shit. Like, you ain't gang if you if you ain't sliding. We got guns and zip ties. We shooting on everybody. Like, Nikki out here rapping like Fabio Four. No wonder he thought he she was talking to him because that shit is violent, but it is so catchy. It is so. And then to get Uzi on it, I just felt like, good job again, Nikki. Good job. See, this is where these other girls lack. Let me tell you, this is part of what makes Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj. Nicki has the gift of knowing how to make a song. Nicki Minaj knows how to make a song. Like, Nicki Minaj knows how to, like, okay, this is a song, I'm a rap. This is the beat, so this is a like, I'm a rap. Then she has some songs where it's like, I'm giving quirky, cheer, vibe, yeah. Like, Nicki knows what to do. So for her to do this and then put Uzi on the shit, it was it was perfect. Like who else was gonna be on it? I'll be trying to think who else can we add? And we said we was gonna add one more person to this shit on the remix. Who? Nobody. I don't know. Y'all tell me. But right now, Uzi did that. I love, love, love the song. I'm so happy that Nikki, I'm like really happy that Nikki's having a successful album. The album is amazing. It's amazing. Like, even the B-sides, those second, those undercuts, the bomb-bombs, the, the song with Skrillet. Like, all of these songs, Nicki did that. Like, she's been talking a lot of shit about this album. This is the album. This is the one. This is the best one in my career. This is this. And I feel that. I feel that on her. I feel that Nicki really had to sit down and do some soul-searching. I feel it. Queen was okay. Nikki is talented. So the the talent is always going to shine through. She's always going to be able to like give us song, give us rap, give us bars. Chun-Li is a classic, you know what I'm saying? Like good form. Like Nikki's always going to have good songs. But this is different. Like I get the whole Pink Friday 2 um reference because in my mind I do think like wow, Nikki's rebirthing. She's finding a new her. She's she's sitting on her throne. 
she's really sitting on her throne. Like, even though, you know, people might feel like she might have might be overdoing or pushing the queen narrative down our throats, I, I feel like you cannot deny. You, y'all be trying to, but you cannot deny what Nicki Minaj has done for women, for women in rap, for rap in general, what she has done, who she is. She is 40. She is still giving us hits. She's still giving us looks. She's still giving us ideas. She's still giving us giving us lyrics and captions. And Nikki's still here. She's still here. And let's be fucking honest. We love the greats. We love them ladies. Shout out to y'all, Rod Digger, Lil' Ken. Who else y'all want to say? Remy, all these girls that y'all bring up. Thank you for your service, but y'all not Nikki Minaj. Simple. I'm tired of arguing about it. Y'all are not Nicki Minaj. Let like every like let's I'm sorry, let's talk about it now. Every single person that they put against Nicki that was supposed to take her out, like, can we really be serious? Cardi B, I love I love Cardi. I love Belkalise. But from the jump, from all of that, from from the moment she thought she could combat Nicki Minaj I just knew she was in over her head I just knew it I knew that she couldn't live up to it and now look at her only one album in I mean it's stream they do that she got her singles she got her brand deals yeah she making money but when we're talking about rap and music we're talking about certain things and you know what because I am a true Barb, I have to talk about what the Queen said in reference to all of this. It was quite a rant, but here we are. We are going to listen to it. Should sound like fucking rap. That's y'all fucking problem, and that's why all of the record labels are, not all, but some are scrambling so bad. All of the record labels are, not all, but some are scrambling so bad because they about to go fucking bankrupt. Because they was trying so bad to replace this one bitch. And when you water something down, you lose the quality, which then loses the investors and investments. Because it's not bringing back any profit. And that is why. People who do not understand rap are judging rap. Why? It's because the same way y'all get y'all used to get mad and say, hmm, who's actually voting for the Grammys? Well, guess what? You have no idea that most people voting for most awards don't listen to that kind of music that they she said what she fucking said. What she said is a fact. A lot, a lot of these record labels for a second thought there was a recipe in finding a female rapper, finding a girl that could rap that was sexy, that had a look, and it did nothing for them. They put all this money behind these girlies, and these girlies are now talking about they want out of their contract. Bitches ain't dropped albums and said they want out of their contract. Like, seriously, like, let, like, be real. When Nicki Minaj dropped Pink Friday, she dropped the best verses of her life. Then she came through with Roman Reloaded. Then she came through with, like, shh. I gotta calm down. I gotta calm down. Nicki Minaj, she is that girl. She, she truly, truly, truly is 
that girl. When I think about what this is for Nikki's legacy and how this is going to really stamp Nikki, I feel like this really, when I say she sat on her throne, this really told me and told the world, told so many people that Nikki is in a league of her own. She shows versatility. She shows brand power, marketing power. She shows versatility. Like Nicki Minaj hosted, like her rollout was different. She wrote, she hosted the VMAs. She's doing Watch What Happens Live. She not sitting here doing a TikTok challenge. It will come. It will come. That's not her market. That's her residual. You know, she ain't looking for that. So I'm I'm just really so proud of Nikki. Um as a barb, I hold my head up hold my head up high because some people some some sometimes you support somebody and I'll tell you the truth, it was hard to be a barb during the Nikki hate train. It was hard. But one thing's for sure, two things for certain. Nicki Minaj is the standing queen of rap. And with that, Nikki, I just want to always give you your flowers. Um, I'm going to end today's episode with a quote, a word of the day, if you will. And that word of the day, people, is, or quote is, is this the thanks that I get for putting you bitches on? That is a Nicki Minaj lyric. And that's what I feel like this album was. Is this the thanks that we get for putting you bitches on? Like, without Nicki Minaj, your faves would literally not exist. So with that, y'all, thanks for tuning in to this special edition solo episode of Cross Culture.